Macabrepedia deals with dark subject matter that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. In the year 541 Common Era, plague hit the city of Constantinople. They called it the Plague of Justinian, after the Emperor Justinian. It came from the recently conquered land of Egypt, and the shipments of tribute grain, and the rats that came along in the shipments. Plague-infested fleas came along with these rats, and it wasn't long before they jumped to humans in the city. From Constantinople, the plague spread across all of Europe, Asia, Arabia, and Northern Africa. It spread far and wide and killed everywhere it went. Before it was done, 30 to 50 million people had died of the Black Plague, a number that at the time was a third of the world's population. Nobody knew what to do except to avoid the sick, but the fleas didn't care. And this was far before antibiotics were created to fight the bacterial infection. Eventually, it did subside, but it never went away. People either got over it, or they died. 800 years later, it came back and spread again far and wide. The Black Death hit Europe in 1347 and killed 20 million people in just four years. Again, they knew to keep away from the sick. Venice started requiring ships to stay locked down for 30 days, which was called a Trentino. Eventually, they increased it to 40 days, which they called a Quarantino. And that's where we get the word quarantine. Cats and dogs were slaughtered because people believed that they brought the plague. They weren't wrong, but cats also killed rats, which were the plague-carrying fleas' favorite hosts. And the Black Death stuck around this time. It stayed in London and came back every 10 years or so, killing more and more. You were required to carry a white pole with you if you had infected family members to show that you had been exposed. Everyone knows about the bubonic plague, even though it's become mostly history now in the age of antibiotics. Though rare, the disease does still pop up from time to time, and it was certainly not the only plague. We're living in one now, of course, but these are still not the only ones throughout our human history. And some are quite strange, not at all as straightforward as a microbe wreaking havoc on human bodies. Join us as we add another entry into this, our Macabrepedia. Hello and welcome to Macabrapedia, a marriage of true crime and the truly bizarre. We are your hosts, Matthew and Marissa. And today, I guess we're talking about plagues? Well, we're actually going to be talking specifically about dancing plagues. But yes, there are so many plagues. I mean, we're in one, which I don't feel like talking about because it's an everyday occurrence. Yeah, yeah. I feel like two two years of at least having this in the, the, the headlines of everyday news and yeah. watching body counts life uh, destroying let's yeah, just move not, on and talk no, about no something. real yeah let's talk about an older plague so let's talk about something fun a yeah. dancing plague there you go fun plague <laughs> july 1518 in the area that is now strasbourg france frau trophea walked out of her house and out into the street she started tapping her foot swaying her hips before long she was full-on dancing in the street frau kept dancing all evening and all night but then the next day, she kept dancing, and on into the next night. Frau Trofea danced for somewhere around five days until her feet began to bleed. But still, she kept dancing. Day and night, 
she kept dancing. She didn't stop for anything, no breaks, no sleep, no sit down, probably not even a bathroom break. Frau Trofea could not stop. Well, I'm sure she took a bathroom break. It's probably not a not one that was. I'm clean. sure she used the bathroom. I'm just. I I'm don't sure think she, she took didn't a break. use the bathroom. I'm pretty sure she just did it in her in in her gowns. But this was also at a time when I don't even think like dancing was was dancing out in public was was was. I'm pretty sure it was pretty frowned upon. This was like footloose, illegal to dance. Well, it wasn't illegal at the time, but that is something that they tried. Actually, multiple dancing plagues throughout history. And one of them, they did try to outlaw dancing to stop it. But, of course, that didn't help. How do you get a dancing plague? What's Frau doing? Well, that's what we're talking what, about, what, aren't what, we? Ki- what cured Frau? Actually, I don't know if Frau actually lived or not. It, there's nothing that says either way. But anyway, other people joined her. And soon, a crowd of 30 to 40 people were dancing in the street. Accounts vary on the numbers, but up to 400 people may have joined her. Oof. That's yeah. a very slow burning flash mob. <laughs> it's probably pretty fast at the time, though. It's five days she was dancing. These are little towns. It's, I mean, I don't. People weren't coming far and wide to come join her in dancing. Some of these they did, yeah. Like There's they danced their way. Plague, they yeah. danced their way over to her house. Yes, like, that's happened. Let's go. I don't think it was this one though. Um, people would fall down from exhaustion, and they would continue to move on the ground, and then people started dying. Sounds to begin like, with. Sounds like a speaking in tongues kind of revival kind of thing. Had a, the same vibe, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Were they dancing with snakes? I've never been to one of those churches, but no, I don't believe so. I don't think so either. To begin with, you need to know that the town of Strasbourg at this time was absolute just like misery. So Strasbourg had four famines between 1492 and 1511. The price of bread was crazy high and people were starving, literally starving. Smallpox, syphilis, and leprosy abounded. The plague was still around. These people were pushed to their absolute limits. Like, we think we are sometimes, but these guys were just living in just desperation. No, this was during that time where, like, their crops failed. It was, like, the worst worst stretch of, like, three, five years that were, like, yeah, the they were starving. They, yeah, they were starving. They had all these diseases. Um, they had pl- uh, floods. They had just everything. The locusts. And, but, you know, sometimes you just got to dance it out. Just dance it <laughs> yeah. out. And that's just one of the theories, it. right? Just get, sometimes you just, fuck, just dance. Yeah. I mean, some people were uh, trying to figure out why they were doing this, though, because people were just dancing along and they would pick up other people who would then start dancing and like I said, not everybody lived close by. Some of them were like from out of town. The city council decided to hire the local doctors to find out more about this. Physicians said that they had hot blood. Mm-hmm. Hot blooded. Yeah. They decided that bloodletting was a great prescription. Yeah. Well, that's got to be hard to do as someone who's dancing. Exactly. Trying to get leeches on Yeah. Them. I mean, they always <laughs> try to do bloodletting, right? But they they couldn't do it because these guys would not stop long enough to let them do it. I mean, there's they can't just like, you know, keep poking at them with a, a knife while they're literally dancing. They're going to kill them. But anyway, so then what? They figured that if they tired them out enough, they'd stop. So what did they prescribe? Weights. Weights. I don't know. You said tire them out. More dancing. Oh, yeah, I guess. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I figured you'd tire them out by weighting them down. Make them dance with weights. Well, maybe they didn't think about that. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, it does. I, I mean, what are they going to do? I don't know. 
grain, I guess make them dance. Buckets of grain. They were starving. What they have? I mean, water. I guess. What? I mean, you can. I mean, they you don't have to have weights, just shit like, that you can eat to be heavy. Like you could give them a rock. Yeah, but wh- that's where the term rock and roll comes. How are you going to tie it to them? You think they're going to hold it? They're dancing, flailing arms. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I feel. I feel like if that was really what they would prescribe, they're creative enough people. They could have just dropped them all the carts and have them drag the carts around. But they thought they could just make okay, them dance. dance them out. Dance them out. They brought in a band to play music in the hopes that this would overwork the dancers by getting them all worked up. They even built a stage in the town square. Okay, I feel like they're not taking this with the right level of uh, severity <laughs> at this point. Yeah, they they didn't know what to do. So, I mean, did it work? As I said, some people did die. This was either from sheer exhaustion or heart attacks or strokes brought up upon brought upon by this. Nothing they did seemed to work. So the dancing plague kept going, but it did eventually peter out without explanation or warning. So nothing they did worked, but it just stopped. Mm. Yeah. They don't know why it started. They don't know why it stopped. So uh, why did this happen? Seems pretty odd. There were a few contemporary accounts written around that time that said that these were both men and women who were dancing around in what seemed to be a state of unconsciousness. They were unable to control what they were doing. Those that seemed aware, though, they they wanted to stop, but they actually couldn't. They could not make themselves stop. Historians now have a few theories about what happened. One is that these people were just broken after so long suffering every day day in and day out with just fear and anxiety as their constant companions and the massive amount of stress and despair may have caused mass hysteria that caused them to start dancing and keep going until some died the dancing part could have been because of the legend with saint victus who was said to punish people by making them dance so all of this going on with them thinking they were getting punished because they were living in hell and then there's the saint that punishes people by making them dance. It could have caused this mass hysteria by making this this idea that they were paying for some sin form in their mind. Another theory is that they that there was a type of fungus that grows on rye and other plants around it. This fungus no, which that is turns cu- you into werewolves. It's a different fungus. Come on now. It grows on rye. How much fungus? It, how, there's multiple funguses. Psych- fungi. Psychosilosabin. Fungies. The fungus, which is called ergot, can cause ergotism in humans and other mammals. This can actually cause seizures, spasms, and psychosis. And lycanthropy. No. So it's something that could possibly explain around, uh, explain away some of the symptoms, at least. Other theories attribute this behavior to encephalitis, epilepsy, or typhus. Others. Oh, epilepsy. There's, it's always epilepsy. Mm. Should have ate some skulls. (laughs) Others suggest that they were dancing to try to relieve the stress of their days, as we said, and then they became euphoric. Yeah. And they couldn't come down from this high. Dancers high. Yeah. Um, Many years after the dancing plague of 1518, philosopher and physician Paracelsus said that it started because a woman did not want to do some chores that her husband asked her to do. (laughs) Yeah. Because women are famously not going to do chores around the house. No, I just think it's funny. It's like, this is this is what started, like, musicals, you know? Like, when there's just, like, spontaneous song and dance that breaks out. Like, she was the pioneer to all this. Like, she was just, like, all of a sudden, just, like, 
fame. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> yeah, if you think about it this way, I mean, those types of musicals are just plagues. <laughs> really sad, actually. <laughs> People are going to die because they can't stop. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know if they... I mean, I wasn't trying to bring it to, like, Rent, but, you know. No, let's not talk about Rent Sad. I, well, you just said it was a sad musical. I was trying I to know. put a happy spin on it. Good. I thought it, I was just saying whatever. Anyway, anyway, Paracelsus is saying that was decades after the event. So he this he's just making this up. This is not even the only time that this has happened. In 1020, there were 18 people who danced on Christmas Eve at church sor- cir- uh, service. They formed a ring by holding hands, which was called a ring dance of sin. Mm. Yeah. I haven't heard of that. There's a story here that says that the priest cursed them to dance for a year, and they did it until the next Christmas Eve, when exhausted and repentant, they fell into a deep sleep, which some did not wake from. (laughs) That's the story. So 1237, a bunch of kids started dancing and danced all the way from Erfurt to to Arnstad, Germany. It's a little bit over four hours, which is not that far. So I don't know why this is a dancing plague, because these guys were just dancing for four hours. These That's, teenagers were just dancing. It takes four hours to walk there. Yeah. It, it probably takes longer to prance your size okay. there. Let's say maybe six hours. I'm saying, man. Six, I mean, six hours of dancing. We should six do that. If we ever go to Germany, we should prance your size from, um, what did I say? From Erfurt to Arnstadt. Let's do it. I'll go to Germany for that. I yeah. want to. I I am willing to do endurance activities anywhere in the world. Prancer size. Then in twelve seventy eight, two hundred people danced near the River Meuse in Germany. I might be saying that wrong. The bridge collapsed though when they went over it because there were two hundred people on this bridge in twelve seventy eight, and the bridge was probably not constructed that well, so a lot of them died. Then thirteen seventy four. A bunch of dancers held hands and danced in circles together until they fell down exhausted. This was demonic possession. This one took place a few years after one of the worst floods of the century. And that's kind of a theme here. Like, a lot of these take place after some really awful event or series of events. Well, isn't even um, uh, Ring Around the Rosies a Black Black Plague dance? Posies, ashes, ashes, we all fall down. Yeah, it's about the plague doctors. Because they had, like... um, what did they have? Potpourri uh, roses yeah, that's in there. That's what those beaks were. But, the, yeah, the but not, just the, all, not just the doctors, but people believe that it was through a miasma, that it was the air that the stinking, festering air was what was causing the plague. So they believe that if you scented the air, that it wouldn't affect you. So that's where the yeah. pocket full of posies. And that's the theory also behind them stuffing the beaks that they had on with yeah. that. Plus, I mean, it's probably just smelled, smelled like shit, but... But yeah, so some plagues, cool. some plagues that are not dancing plagues spawn dancing regardless. Anyway, they thought about a legend at the time and they decided to act on it. As I said, this Saint Victus, Christian Saint, Saint Victus, could curse people they didn't like by making them dance. So some of them would go to his shrine and that would cure the disease. They would pray to him and that would cure the dancing sickness oh well good which also kind of lends itself to the the mental yeah theory definitely but definitely not lycanthropy many of these come on the heels of some of great periods of darkness 
as I said, the 1374 dancing sickness happened shortly after a bout of the Great Plague wreaking havoc. There's a bit of variety in them, too. Sometimes people, like I said, there are actually many of these dancing plagues. Sometimes people would dance up or dress dress up and wear flower crowns. So they would dress for the occasion. Sometimes they'd scream, they'd laugh, they'd sing while they were dancing. I can imagine the screaming would just be just a horror show. People just dancing and flailing in the street screaming. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, you have the security of the masses at that point to like to get in on it and, you know, really, yeah, really just do what, you know, cut loose a little bit and then just be like, oh, and I'm cured. Yeah. You know, and then just go back to your normal day. Yeah. Come back and dance around screaming, dancing, making costumes and. Just, you know, literally just dancing it out and yeah. then just be like, all right, I, you know, you know, those days where you just want to scream into the void. Yeah. They were well doing do it. it with a bunch of people around. Why not? And it makes your screaming into the void a lot less weird. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Other times they would have sex with each other on display. That, yeah, that got weird. Yep. <laughs> also a release, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Or oh, they. yeah, this is my, uh, this is my horny goat dancing. <laughs> yeah. Or they'd get violent with each other, which is also, uh, you know. A form of release, I guess, if you're hitting something. Yeah, so, those sound like they're just excuses to yeah, I mean to, to get to get buck wild. It's it specifically said that they would hit somebody if they refused to start dancing. Seems like an odd way to transmit a plague. <laughs> you will dance. You will you will get infected, or I'll suck you. And sometimes it was just one person dancing. Was that a dancing plague though, or was that somebody just dancing? I think that was just somebody dancing. Well, that's kind of what I got from it. So. I don't know. So for this macabre Wikipedia short, we do have a sponsor. Hey! Yay! I wasn't expecting a sponsor for this one. Yay! And there was much rejoicing. Yay. Huzzah. The light at the end of the tunnel. No, not the one you see when you die, but the one that shows you that even in a year or two or three of despair... There will always be something on the horizon that was made brighter by the darkness that you've been through. This past year or two has been hard for most, but good times are coming. Take the chances you were given, but don't dwell on the ones you didn't take. Choose the happy. Sometimes it's hard to see, but it's certainly always there. Our sponsor, the light at the end of the tunnel. Yay. Also, uh, as always, and uh, hopefully we have a few more coming here pretty soon, uh, but check out our show notes where you can find our affiliate links, one of which, of course, is our podcast host, Buzzsprout. And uh, if you use the link and sign up for a paid plan, it does help out Macabrepedia as well as get you a $20 Amazon gift card. Buzzsprout is a great hosting platform with tons of the time-saving and easy features that you hear me talk about in every one of these um, they can really help you make, uh, make a project quickly and easily. And, um, uh, they also help you reach an audience and provides you easy ways to get sponsors and affiliates. Uh, some of them are, uh, instantaneous like, uh, Buzzsprout and, uh, they do get you actual money, not just, uh, the, the funsies that we do here in the beginning of, of our, uh, sponsorships. Um, they have real sponsors. They have real sponsors, but you go check it out. Uh, they do have free plans also, but with that, with the paid plan, you do get the $20 Amazon gift card and, um, 
That helps out Macabrepedia. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, check out Buzzsprout and um, the other affiliate links that may or may not be below. Podcasting is only a little bit stressful. It's pretty fun. Or at least it's fun once it's done. And now let's boogie. And that is our Macabrepedia short on really the dancing plague, but plagues in general. Though there is a ton more to talk about. It's just that it's a very topical subject right now. I don't want to get into it, so. yeah, Too soon. Too soon on plagues. Yeah. Um, so that's why I chose the dancing plague. Um, this week's episode was a little bit shorter than normal because of time constraints that we have here at Macabrepedia headquarters. But um, <laughs> once we get back to the norm, uh, we'll be back to our normal schedule. So um, if you want to reach out to us, um, we're active on Twitter and Facebook at Macabrepedia. You can also reach us on Instagram at Macabrepedia Pod as well as our email macabrepediapod at gmail.com all in the show notes all in the show notes but as always thank you for listening and join us next week as we add another entry into this hour macabrepedia, macabrepedia. I don't know that one was even weirder <laughs>